Maybe I did play at least a little bit too much. Oh, Judas Priest! You won't hear us playing Judas Priest, but you will be hearing an entertaining sports show with myself, Frank, and David the Man of God Harris on WSUT's After Further Review, airing Saturdays 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. and throughout the week with our replay 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. on Toledo's only alternative and your on-campus radio station, 88.3 WXUT. Oh, Judas Priest! Back here on 88.3 WGTs after further review. I have David the Man of God Harris and Frank Bashner. Got a quick segment for you. Who should stay and who should go? Russ or Harden? David explain. Or Frank, go ahead. Well, <laughs> excuse me. Where we're getting all this is it's been coming out that that in Houston there's more dysfunction going on. Houston, we have a problem. Again, let me show you my shocked face. But there's been talk coming out that Russell Westbrook doesn't want to play with James Harden and vice versa. Although Westbrook did come out and on the ESPN Instagram and said that that report that they came out with is completely bogus. So, but whether 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 or not there's any truth to it. I do think one that somebody needs to be moved on from because it's obvious you're not you're not going to win with both those guys, and I think the guy who needs to go is Westbrook. And I did have a conversation with John Vanekave about this last night because Westbrook ain't what he used to be. He's got a broke ass jumper, and and everyone will be like, "Oh well, he could still get a triple double. He could get buckets." Well. Not like he used to. This ain't this ain't Russell Westbrook from his Oklahoma City days, and it this is and this is my opinion. Westbrook's a locker room cancer. He can, he wants to be the alpha dog, but he's not cut out to be an alpha dog. He's got to be willing to defer to somebody else, mm-hmm. and it's clear he's not willing to defer to James Harden. Where he ends up going. I don't really know, but we'll 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 see what happens from this because I think Westbrook could be on his way out of Houston. I mean, I've even heard rumors that he might be traded to the L.A. Clippers. Harrison Paul George might get dealt to the Rockets, but again, that's just rumors and speculation. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. David, you're the one who believes that James Harden is the one the Rockets need to move on from. Yeah, and so kind of, I'm looking at a looking at a report out of the Atlantic that's kind of quoting kind of some in-team sources, kind of up, kind of quoting players from throughout the regular season, and kind of with there there was friction one incident where you know Russell Westbrook was trying to be that leader in the locker room after a loss, and when it, you know kind of trying to rally the teammates, which kind of goes against kind of that locker room cancer kind of. Uh, stigma that Russell uh, that sits with Russell Westbrook. I mean, it's rightfully so because he wants to be the alpha team leader. But in particular, kind of in this story from the Atlantic that they're talking about, kind of James Harden wasn't you know sitting well with criticism. Like at at this point, well, one, 
I think James, like they're both players are who they are going to be. James Harden is going to be a volume shooter who's, we and we've talked about it, and it's the track record that, you know, one side of the ball he favors strongly. And I think Russell Westbrook, yes, he's going to be that kind of high motor, high intensity guy. Is that going to last you long in this league? No, but I think that particularly in the situation where Houston, Russell's only been there for a year. It's not as though Russell Russell Westbrook has kind of been there six, seven, eight years. He came in this past year with kind of the Daryl Morey under the skies of kind of building around these two pieces. I think now because he's only been here for a year and James Harden has been that quote-unquote central piece for a couple years and we're seeing that they're, again, getting back to this hamster wheel kind of thing. Like Like how far can you go with James Harden as your number one primary scoring option, when you see he needs, like he needs someone else to help him kind of be better offensively. Worked with Russell Westbrook when he was able to kind of do off ball things and be able to shoot a lot of these jumpers. Worked primarily, most notably, with Chris Paul, where a kind of passing first point guard that can take the ball out of James Harden's hands. I think. If you're going to have the ball in your hand, like I would rather have it in Russell Westbrook because he likes to, he can at least distribute it more on a more frequent clip than James Harden does. And I think, kind of, with both of them being on big money, I think for for me it would make a little bit more sense for me to trade Harden to a team that is kind of a piece or two away and see what you can get back and then. Rebuild, even if it's, you know, for two or three seasons, I'm likely what I could get out of Westbrook for two or three years and Harden. What? Like, but what, what are you really going to get? I mean, the, the better player is Harden. It, it's obvious, especially in a league where you have to be able to shoot. The guy can't shoot, and he makes poor decisions in the fourth quarter as a point guard on defense and offense. So, I, I mean, I guess my thing is I understand you like the sizzle, but that that's all Westbrook is. He comes in the first through third quarter, he gets his stats, and it's all about me, and he doesn't want to change. And as we mentioned in the in our group chat, this is, his career is going to probably end up like Iverson's career. You know, great front end of the career, but on the back half, he doesn't want to switch up his role and not and maybe go to more of a second or a third option. He wants to be the alpha guy, and it's like, but your game doesn't really translate. I mean, it just doesn't, you know. And, and the other thing too, it, my problem with Westbrook isn't isn't necessarily talent. It, it's between the ears. Here, it's going back to whole him how he thinks he's the alpha dog, but he's not. He just can't get that through his head. That's just that's just me. I I, I just think that. I'm going to go with the probably the better player with James Harden. It, you know, before he got to Houston, and you know they were kind of struggling. Then he got there, and they pretty he pretty much elevated them. Now, in the playoffs, he's 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 been kind of sketchy. I think they could have got past Golden State a couple years ago if it wasn't for injuries to Chris Paul with that hamstring. Um, they had uh, Golden State on the on the fence. Some of the blame has to also go on D'Antoni. 
you know, obviously. Or, you mean Antonio? Because he, he don't coach. No, he don't like to coach D. Which is, <laughs> oh, which I know is he true. won't be. Uh, oddly enough, he ends up in Golden State, where I don't think he's really gonna have to coach any D. But they D up though in Golden State, though. I mean, they can shoot that pill, but they also they also D up. Yeah, that I, I'm, I'm sure Steve Nash won't have him coaching any defense. Oh, you mean the Nets? You said Golden State. Oh, um, uh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah with the Nets. Oh, my so. bad. Sorry, my bad. Who? Uh, oh yeah, Steve Kerr won't have him coaching any D. Yeah, so uh, Steve Nash was with Golden State. Yeah, sorry, Ron. right? But that's that's just the thing about it. I mean, I thought there was a lot of problems already with Houston watching this lineup, and I mean, it's just it, wherever he goes, he doesn't just mix well, and it's just strange. He's very talented, but just never he never mixed well with Kevin Durant. He wanted to be the alpha guy. It's like, dude, you don't have to be the alpha guy all the time. You can still play your game, but it's just like he just. He just doesn't emotionally get it, so I I I would think I'd move off from from Westbrook. Yeah, and like and like we talked about in the group chat, kind of like that situation with Durant was just kind of interesting because when he was like he wasn't drafted to be kind of the alpha, but kind of Russell Westbrook's play style kind of he has to kind of be the alpha, and so you do get that culture clashes kind of there. So yeah, but he uh, has to understand. He has to fall back. I mean, at some point in your career, I understand early on in your career, you're doing a lot. Okay, you want an MVP. But at the end of the day, you're just not that guy. You're just not. You can't shoot in a shooter's league. And the bad part about it is you, you make bad decisions. He should have. He's not. He's never been a point guard. He's really been more just a two guard or just a off guard, really, because he can't really shoot. But he's always wants to have the ball in his hands. Well, that's been proven that you know ball dominant guards don't really do well in the NBA. And him and Harden are both that. But I think with Harden shooting, he's almost the lesser of two evils if you want to move off of somebody. I think Harden would also be more reasonable to be thinking, well, if you bring in a, a, a really great point guard in here, I could move to the two, which I think would really elevate his career and help him win championships because now the dude can shoot out the gym. you got to guard him, and he's got he can drive to the basket, which makes him even more of a threat. And with him having the ball less in his hands, he won't be as fatigued anymore. That's just my thoughts. Yeah, and I, and I would and I would agree with that, particularly kind of if both of those players can kind of get back to their natural positions where I think James Harden is so used to being kind of that kind of one-two combo guard where he's facilitating the offense, I think. And we saw kind of clearly with Chris Paul when he doesn't have the ball in his hand, kind of look at what he can do. I think it's interesting for Russell Westbrook because outside of kind of that like. Who was his really number two? I think kind of they brought in Shea Gilders Alexander, but he was a young player, kind of to be his two. But kind of that car that he could kind of could be in true number two, or even give him a natural point guard, where so that if you know a Chris Paul like in Oklahoma City right now, and then Russell Westbrook can move to that two, where he can be kind of an attacking two guard, so where he's not as ball dominant. I think. Kind of finding players that can complement their strength, like you mentioned, will probably help elevate their games. But I think, kind of to your point, as you were saying, in terms of longevity, I think because James Harden is still kind of 
top-tier perimeter shooter, I think that's going to allow him to have an elongated career, even kind of not being that focal point of the offense. He can develop his game into being, you know, kind of just an attacking player, maybe even kind of in this league, kind of a perimeter shooter, shooting threat, whereas I think it's going to, it's going to be a lot more effort for Russell Westbrook to keep up with, like we were talking about before in the group chat, kind of keep up that intensity, you know, three, four, five seasons. Because you just, your body just can't do it, unless you're LeBron James, and that's a physical freak of nature. Yeah. And even then, his size lends him to being able to do that. So me and Frank are on the Harden train, and David's on the Westbrook. Any final thoughts here, Frank? Well, I, going back to my thing about Michigan State football earlier, they did make a quarterback change, but it's not really helping them in this mm-hmm. Indiana game. But, oh, well, I'm not going to get all bent on a shape about it. <laughs> and we're talking about the segment here, Harden. Okay, and, but, and as for, but as for this, yeah. Westbrook's got to go somewhere. Question is, who's going to want to take him on? I Hopefully the Pistons don't because I know they need a point guard, but they don't need, uh, some, they don't need somebody who's got stuff going on between the ears. Mm-hmm. Okay, Frank, I mean, David, your last. It'll be interesting. All the rumors say that Moore is going to try to make a trade for him. To send him to Philadelphia, and like I said in the group chat, I just don't know. Do you make the trade straight up Harden for Simmons? I honestly don't know, because I, I don't know what what that will look like for Philadelphia. And then, depending on what happens in Houston, kind of what's what's next for Simmons or or Westbrook or kind of it's, it's just a lot of moving pieces and a lot of questions left to be asked, oh. asked and answered. I don't know either, but I do know one thing is that um, it's the weekend. Let's have a good one. And I'm sticking with Harden. I just think Westbrook, unless he can change, he better take a look at uh, Iverson's career. Uh, David, what you got going on for the weekend besides the Lord's duty? Lord's duty, college football on the tube. Hopefully some good games. No more no more of these blowouts. A few games canceled, by the way. Yeah, two games canceled. And, you know, he hate to make the jokes of Michigan State's playing like their game was canceled and they're just kind of out there just you know, for the heck of it, mm-hmm. having fun. But, yeah, football Saturday. All right, David, have a good weekend, my man. All right, see you next week. All right, man. That was David, the man of God. Here's what are you doing? Well, who knows what I'll be doing. I know I got to work on Sunday. Ooh. You got to work on the Lord's Day? Yeah, it works Sunday through Wednesday. I thought it was Sunday through Thursday. No, Sunday through Wednesday. Okay. Oh, 10 hour days. 10 hour days. You have 40 hours a week in. I know I've got, we've got basketball tryouts at Bedford too coming up this week. So who knows? I might use, might use, who knows? I may use a little personal time one day just to go check that out. Ooh, okay. Well, Frank, good luck with that. By the way, as you know, the COVID cases have gone up. So we don't know if we'll be back next week, obviously, because. Well, actually, no. Next week is the first game of the season for me. It's on a Saturday. Oh, so we, Saturday we have, morning game? Yeah, well, actually, it, it's Saturday at 2 o'clock, but freshmen play at like 11. Uh-huh. Now we got to stretch out the games now, Frank, because of 
yeah. of, of, of the COVID situation. So you got to clean in between games. All right. Um, but then again, though, whatever DeWine says coming up in the following weeks, they could be shutting this down. And by the way, the students this year get to go back home after Thanksgiving. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens, Frank. We'll see. Yeah, what happens. I know. But anyway, this has been a presentation of 88.3 WHUT's After Further Review. I know Frank's got to get on out of here, so we're going to get on out of here as well. Thanks for listening to us. We'll always give you some of the insights on sports. And uh, for David. Frank Vaster, I'm Derek Lawson. Make sure you always check us out on iTunes and SoundCloud under WHT's After Further Review with the picture of Frank Vaster and the horse's head. We'll see you guys in a few more weeks. Peace. We're out. 88.3 WHT's After Further Review.